Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number three in the book of Second Peter. Today, we're going to just look at the natural qualities of godliness. And the reason is because they don't come easily to mankind except by some eager application of the practices aimed towards God. That is, our habits determine godliness. And true Christianity is demonstrated by the ongoing practices and activities that support the growth of initial faith. So we're going to be called to work diligently to something. Now, I know that God gives the growth, but there's lots that we do as well. So like a you know, like a plant, God gives the growth of the plant, but I can water and fertilize and stake it and assess it and plan for it and strategize. So God's part in our growth is above our pay grade, clearly. But our part in our growth is not above our consideration. And so that's what we, we want to do today in Second Peter chapter 1, and I'm going to start in verse 5. He's going to talk about seven, seven characteristics of spiritual growth. For this reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue. That's the first one. And with virtue, knowledge. That's the second one. And with knowledge, self-control. And self-control with steadfastness. And steadfastness with godliness. And godliness with brotherly affection. And brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to make your calling and election sure. For if you practice these things, you will never fail. So the call here is, hey, be increasing in these seven qualities. Let them be growing in your life versus being ineffective and unfruitful. So they actually act as a little checklist. Well, how's your behavior? Is it is it your activities and behaviors, are they better or are they, are they worse? How about your habits of knowledge? Are they increasing? How about your demonstrations of real self-control? Are they increasing? Are they more frequent or are they, they less in your life? Or are, do you have real examples of steadfastness and godliness and hanging in there. And how about brotherly affection? You know, the church is is prickly. People are people are prickly. Um, and are your interactions in the church uh, more affectionate? Are you being moved towards your inter- interactions more more effective or less effective, unfruitful? Or how about your love? Have you removed yourself from an effective, fruitful uh, ministry? So he's asking us here to be all the all the more diligent. Be eager to this. He, he actually is saying, "Hurry up!" There's a time element to the Greek word, and the reason is verse verse 14. He says, "The putting off of my body is soon." That's a nice way of saying is, "I'm on my way out here. I'm going to die here soon." So I want to give this to you, and I also want to do this in my life. So to make your calling and election sure. There's an, there's an aspect of this where these behaviors are confirming your call and election. 
They're accomplishing it. They're bringing it about. They're causing it to be. And growth gives evidence to the calling and election of God's hand. Well, who is it? Who's it giving evidence to? Yes, to others. But I want to emphasize today that it's giving evidence to yourself. And here's the thing is we are swimming in deep waters here. What he's asking in the earlier part of this passage is to partake in the divine nature. And these seven virtues are characteristics or markers that, hey, you're on the right path. They're actually like little breadcrumbs, like, oh, yeah, I'm on the the right path. And I think they offer an encouragement, like, hey, yep, you're doing it right. Keep going. So I think it can buoy uh, our faith by knowing that we're on the right path because, you know, the Christian walk is hard. So the practice of these seven virtues gives us breadcrumbs and encouragement on one hand. And on the other hand, they give us strength. They give us a fallinglessness. They keep us from being a fall risk. It's like there's certain people that walk around the the world or the church today and they've got a big sign on them like they do in, in hospitals on frail people. And, they, and the sign says fall risk. And, you know, don't be one of those people. So the growth in these seven uh, areas of virtue and knowledge and self-control and steadfastness and godliness and brotherly affection and love. Growth in those gives evidence of godliness. The growth in these aspects gives us evidence that God's hand is here. And expanding these areas give proof of our uh, election that we, that, that we need, much less the world. And the pursuit of them is demonstrated by their practice. So the practice, secondly, protects us. It keeps us from falling. It keeps us from being a fall risk. It makes us stronger. All right, so here's in conclusion. So assess our behavior, our service, our self-control, our knowledge, habits, our bodily affection, our love. Uh, and, And we can kind of say, yep, I see breadcrumbs. Then keep going. Partake in the divine nature. The kingdom is here. This is how we live it. Good job. Keep going. But conversely, maybe no. Like, hey, I don't really see a lot of evidence here. Then then the charge is to get going. Don't be the guy with the sign around his head saying fall risk. So practice these seven virtues. Encourage the breadcrumbs. Participate in the divine nature. So God's part in our spiritual growth is clearly above our pay grade. But our part in our spiritual growth is not above our consideration. So today, consider consider the seven things. Are you on the right track? Are you following the breadcrumbs? Are you leaving a trail of godliness? If so, great, keep going. And if not, get going. Thanks for listening.